Hey everybody, this is Nomenclature. I'm Brandon Henderson. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. My guest today is Beth Stelling. Uh, she chose the word dollop to discuss today. Um, Beth is an uh, incredibly accomplished stand-up comedian and writer. Um, if you haven't seen her on the stand-ups on Netflix, check that out. She wrote for HBO's Crashing. She's been on Conan and Jimmy Kimmel Live and a bunch of other places. Uh, she has a new hour special coming out on August 20th on HBO Max. So do yourself a favor during this pandemic and watch that. Who knows? Maybe it will cure COVID-19 and drive Trump out of office. I feel confident that it might do both. Um, Beth doesn't, I'm sure, remember this, and I did not bring it up during our conversation, but uh, we actually did a show together at the Comedy Store maybe two years ago, something like that. And she was so nice to me in the green room, and it's gonna blow your mind, but she was also very nice on this podcast, and it is a very refreshing thing in this day and age to have somebody who is both on and off the stage uh, a decent human. So it was, uh, it's been fun to continue to confirm that uh, idea that uh, Beth's a cool cat all around. So I really hope you enjoy this uh, episode of Nomenclature, um, focusing on the word dollop with my special guest, Beth Stelling. That um, almost killed me. What? Just now. Just now. The, when I said, ah! Yeah, I was uh, super unprepared for whatever that sound was. And I spilled a little coffee <laughs> on my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a real asshole. We're starting this off. Starting this off right. <laughs> it was so quiet. Oh, God. I, I love, um, my mom and I love scaring each other, and it really tickled me. And so that laugh was just like really, it took over my whole stomach. And it really just well, came out of me. That was so funny. My, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I made you so. No, my, my wife is going to be very, very pleased because apparently I walk like a, like a, a ninja or something. I don't do it on purpose, but I'm constantly yeah. scaring people because I'm, I'm not heard as I approach. Um, and uh, so she's going to be very, very happy that the tables have oh, been, good. been I mean, turned. I thought maybe and, like, I thought you were saying like, you never get scared yourself, like, because you're always so calm and stealth. I, I am a fairly calm fellow, um, mm -hmm. it, which is like another way of saying probably boring, but okay. I'm pretty but she chill. Likes it cause you scare her. So now I, that's got, right. I took, I got one for the wife team. That's right. Vengeance. Vengeance has been enacted. Um, and we are definitely men, <laughs> men. down. Yeah. I'm take us at a time. Taking the patriarchy down one shriek at a time. Um, <laughs> that would be amazing if that's all it took. Was I just know, right? a little you, bit. You of, already uh, would have been taken down. 
Because we, 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 women be shrieking. <laughs> women be shrieking. I'm making a t-shirt. It's mine. I claimed it. <laughs> hey, I ripped it. This is just like <laughs> the patriarchy to steal my rift. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> taking, taking, taking women's ideas for ourselves. How about, how about you make the design, and if I like it, then we can both sell it. Women be shrieking. Okay. Women be shrieking. I like it. And we'll have a picture of you shrieking on the back and me with coffee on my nuts, on my crotch. <laughs> but you know, it's always way more expensive to have it on both sides of the shirt. We just got to pick one side. And this oh, yeah. is what that's, it looks like to compromise. That's true. I think we can combine it. We can make it happen. Um, okay, cool. And we are 1,000% we are putting all of this in like this is this is the show. This is happening already. So, oh yeah, um, we've been recording. We have been recording. Um, men be recording. I don't know. It's too much. I, I really men have been on the record. Uh, men have been on the record for so long, like podcasting, that they forgot they were on the record and started admitting things. <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they're like it's fine. Nobody's going to yeah, like, find us. They're like, it's just a podcast. Nobody can find us here. It's like, oh, That's no, like... the whole internet can find you here. When did people Very... start thinking that podcasts were like a, a time for secrets? Do you know how wary I've been of podcasts since they freaking started? Well, I have I been wary it's... of them since they started. I feel like so many podcasts are such like um, – uh, bro havens that I think they forget yeah. that they have the big headphones on and the mics in their faces and they're just they're just saying like, shit with without thinking people love I mean, locker room talk let's give it to them <laughs> yeah I mean if it couldn't take down the president why would it take down whoever is in the crosshairs yeah, now true exactly can't there's take so down many. the president there's so many the, this little you, guy you, when you hear all this stuff, like there's, you know, there's been a couple cropping up just in the past few days. Or do you yeah. see this? Yeah. And are you in any way surprised at this point? Or is it just like, man, or are you still, is there still some part of you that's like, oh no, shit. I'm not surprised. Just a bummer, I would be yeah. surprised if it was like a confidant, a friend. Um, right. I would be surprised. But, you know. It's just like with anything, uh, I don't know why people haven't learned the lesson yet, but it's the idea of like, what? He's nice. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, you don't get to keep raping if you're not nice or good at it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you don't get to be prolific if you aren't good at the bad thing you do. Silly. Yeah, he rapes, but man, does he do it with a smile. Right. I just feel like it's one of those things where, too, I'm like, uh, people are capable of multiple things, you know, like you can, it's, you're not all one thing. People are complicated creatures. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's upsetting. Um, and it's funny because yeah. it's it just, things are just catching up. I think, I think things were thought of, um, I, I just think people thought they could get away with things or thought that they were in the right or thought that they, um, yeah. had the right or the power. Of, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but all kinds of people are making, made all these decisions 20 years ago or two days ago. And 
and suddenly seems yeah. so surprised that it's um, that people are are starting to say, "Hey, that that was bad." I don't know. Yeah, it's I think weird, they villainize the sort of "why now" thing, and it's like, well, why now? Because maybe this person can't live with it any longer, and they need to come out with it, and or now is a way safer time to come out with it yeah. and have it actually be heard. So there's yeah. that too. And um, I think too, you know, a lot of people are caught up on the idea that it's, you know, it isn't, it isn't a crime uh, to be an asshole. It isn't a crime to be a womanizer. You know, those aren't punishable by, punishable by law, but so often neither is rape. So, you know, we're, I think it's not like, they, they act like it's such a big deal to be accused of it. And it's like, oh, no, I mean, you're fine. <laughs> like, you're, right. you haven't lost followers. You, have, you, you might not work for a bit, but I'm sure you'll come back. And, you know, people are all, people were all worried about Louis. Like, he lost everything. But, you know, his stand-up after it was mostly about losing money. And even still, he's fine. He he um, tours. And everybody's like, what do you think about Louis? Like, so many radio shows when the world was still moving would ask like or anything about this Louis stuff it's like he's fine <laughs> he put out a special people watched it people will, his fans will go see him tour most likely less girlfriends will be with those fans but right. other than that I mean you know I don't know him personally so I, I'm not saying he's like doesn't care or wasn't affected by it I, I don't know but I just think when it comes to like his career being ruined there's you know there's he's fine he donated like a bunch he's fine yeah well if uh if donald john has proven anything it's that there are a shit ton of people willing to support just about anybody you know yeah regardless of the evidence against that person or how terrible they may uh may be or appear to be there's big contingents of people that just don't give a shit and will yeah i don't yeah, we didn't know how and... right he was when he said when he's like I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue. And so it's like we didn't realize we thought that was crazy, but he was right. Yeah. He was so right, and it, I mean he may have not may not have had his finger on the trigger, but he's he's done it, right? Yeah. I mean people yeah. have been shot out in the open as far as I'm concerned, clearly because of him and things that he's said and yeah. done. And he's still there, man. Yeah. Somehow. It is a wild time. It's a wild, wild time. It's a wild time. I get to like why some of the, you know, like you you brought up the idea of like more allegations coming out. I I assume you're talking about like Callan following Delia, but it's like, um, you know, I, there's, it's just like, whatever, this is not the podcast, so we don't have to get into it, but I understand why it's complicated. I understand why people rail against it, but um, yeah. It's well, and it is hard. I mean, look, I don't know anybody involved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, we're at a well, point when where things are when things are public like this. It's true. Neither of us, you know, like I'm not close with either either of those men, and I don't know the um, um, the women that alleged them of their of assaulting them, sexually assaulting right. them. But I also know that you know, everybody acts like this is the worst way to go about it. You know, the court of public opinion, it's like, well, the real court wasn't the best way either. And you look back at what we learned from the media when we were young, dealing with 
I don't want to say similar, but like a parallel case, something like say Monica Lewinsky. It's like we, I grew up being taught that Monica was a dirty little slut that F the president's D. Meanwhile, as you grow into an adult and you hear her story and you hear what she went through and, you know, her mom on suicide watch on her in the shower because of how publicly humiliated she was. I mean, this is a young intern who's 22 who fell in love with the president. Yeah, she fell in love with him. And, you know, Linda Tripp betraying her. Like, you just know so much more. But what we absorbed as a kid is is like, ah, oh, this girl's a slut. So, so the media yeah. is not like, I don't know. It's just like, what is the right way to do it? That, that, there is no, like, great answer, uh, in my opinion. But the things that we were taught through the media are pretty astonishing, too, in that way. Even something yeah. like we all, it's like, you know, comics joke, like, well, we all knew about Louie or we heard about Louie and it was more joked about. And it's like, so often things are joked about when, when they're uncomfortable, but it's too, it's like, you know, these kids, I remember street jokes, like, uh, what, what time is Michael Jackson time? Like when the big hand touches the little hand, like, why am I making that joke in third grade? It's interesting right. to me. Like that was like in the ether. So it's like, that's been around forever the things we absorb are powerful around us they're getting um pretty crazy actually yeah it creates it creates this weird uh almost subconscious foundation that drives people's decisions going forward you know i mean yeah. it's it's even silly thing like you know i have um and i, I hesitate to even say this because like like people you know, anytime somebody says I have daughters or something like that, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble, but I do have daughters and it's an interesting thing to watch. They're young. You know, I have a 12 year old and a six year old, um, mm-hmm. but it's interesting to watch from afar. Um, yeah. The things that they internalize in a world that objectifies women in such an extreme way. You know, yeah, it's, it's not they're, like what they're, yeah, they're little sponges for it. They are. And, and it's, you know, growing up, as a dude, I never thought about 99% of these things, right? Because it, it just yeah, I think the daughter, I think what you're me. saying with the daughter thing is like, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I feel that. Like when I watch comics, certain comics, like t- tell particular jokes from a standpoint, it's like, oh, that, that might change for you if you had daughters. So it's like, I think that's where the I have a daughter thing comes from. It comes, I would imagine, you know, with what, what how you're broaching it. Um, from a good place, from a place that's basically trying to say my perspective changed when I saw things through their eyes, you know, because I care about them. And I mean, yeah, yeah it's, I, sometimes it's that's ex- what it takes. Yeah, it's been expanded significantly. I think the problem comes when like uh, what what the hell that guy's name was that uh, uh, in the Senate or whatever that was uh, uh, told uh, AOC that she was a, a bitch. Um, and then you tried oh, yeah. to hide, hide behind his wife and daughters, right? I think it's when yeah. me, men try to do that kind of garbage that it's a problem. But, you know, I truly have have learned things just raising girls. And, you know, even hearing the way that sometimes other women will talk about themselves or about their weight or like, oh, I can't eat that or and then hear them mime that kind of stuff or parrot that kind of stuff. There's yeah. never anything that a boy has to ever deals with, right? He, there's no, there's yeah. very few dads out, out there 
uh, that are sitting in the barca lounger eating like, you know, 20 pounds of nacho cheese. They're like, man, I, I'm so embarrassed mm -hmm. of myself and I need to watch what <laughs> I eat. You know, it's just not something we ever had to deal with. And it's, it's a really fucked up thing to start seeing and to try to like, um, I don't know, try to intervene. Somehow, yeah. You know, it is weird. It, the, the Like, I guess, you know, part of that is just like, what we've discovered, almost like finding your worth in um, your sexuality or, you know, I mean, fuckability is the, I guess, uh, the rawest way to say it. But like, yeah. that's something you fight. I, I still feel that, you know, like when you age out of fuckability, you're just sort of like, well, what am I now? <laughs> I'm not saying like that's a question I'm facing, but I think like currently, because damn, I'm fuckable. Um, so thankfully I'm still allowed to be in the public eye, but, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but Thank I just God. think like, that's a real, that's a real thing is, you know, well, and the as, silliness many, of, as many men can say like, Oh no, it's a, not about all that. It's like, yeah, for whatever reason, it's all still there at the surface. This idea it, it about is. Kind of and what's so silly I don't know too, how to fix it. What the definition of fuckability is has historically been so narrow and defined by a couple of real big asshat dudes. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that's the thing is like, what is what does fuckable even mean? Like, I, there are I think there are so many uh, opinions and and desires and tastes and preferences and all that shit that it's like I, I can't tell you exactly. I, I know what you know, historically or what's Hollywood or wherever the hell we're talking about wants to define it as. But uh, I, I got to tell you, I think human nature is to be so much broader than what these narrow-minded couple of thugs are trying to create. And, uh, you know, thank God for porn and, you know, grandmothers getting boned and stuff. So let's make this for everybody. <laughs> is that you know a porn I mean? category? Is oh, I'm sure it is. Is <laughs> My my wife and I, so my wife's name is Valerie. Anytime loved, we have, she loves granny porn. <laughs> she loves granny porn. Make it known. Um, let her, <laughs> she's posted on your stories and your Instagram. But she she is a very, I hope she, she's a very uh, a bold uh, Googler. Anytime we're like, do you think there's porn for that? She's like, oh, we're gonna find out, and she will find out. And there's ninety nine point nine percent there is. It's there. <laughs> the porn we're almost we're like is there i don't know you know oreo cookie porn where it's just people fucking oreos it's there like there's just something it's for everyone there's which, something for everybody you know as long as we're you know not uh, being rapey i think it's a lovely thing yeah it's true um, so um beth thanks yeah. for doing the show i'm glad that we you're uh, welcome you could, you could scare me and then we could talk about uh, all the world's ails and solve them. I'm yeah. glad we accomplished I love that. that I started with a scare. I'm very, very happy that you did. I mean, at the time it made me sad, but now looking back, <laughs> happy, now that I have a little distance between it and myself. Um, so this, this show is a, a real big nerd show. Um, I like words a lot and I feel like most comedians I know are a bit obsessive when it comes to, words or ideas anyway. And so it's fun to talk to uh, people about it. So one of the things that I do, um, well, first of all, as you know, I have you choose a word and you chose dollop, which is a very fun word yeah. to say. D-O-L-L-O-P. We'll that's right. 
Um, I wanted to spell it. <laughs> you can spell it as much as you want. We can spell it every time we say it, if you want. I mean, <laughs> this is, no, this people is going might into get the internet. Um, <laughs> but first, before we get into that, I always like to do a little research on my guest's name and a oh, little, okay. little history on it. it. So is your family like a, um, a big like Stellings, coat of arms, know your ancestors, you came from an important place kind of family or is it like, you, who knows? No, no, I don't think I know even. I, I think I okay. did maybe 23 and me once, but, but uh, I don't. I, yeah, we're not like, there's not, not like huge pride there with the name and knowing. Like, I think I did 23 and me and maybe I learned some things. Um, and I can't remember them. I, I, I did do it, but I'm being unhelpful right now. I feel like no. also there's mixed messages from both parents. Not like, I don't know. Like I'm pretty sure my grandma was saying like most of her family's in Nova Scotia, which doesn't mean like oh. that's where, that's our history, but like a lot, that's part of my grandma's history. So then I'm like, oh, okay, there's that. My dad will say Native American, but then I don't know if he has much actual things to back that up um yes and then i think my 23 and me of course was mostly white and um european irish type things maybe yeah. some french in there i forget i don't i don't even know what the results were they were not at, like exciting <laughs> that sounds familiar but anyway I sorry i think i answered that no <laughs> I, I i did the 23 and me thing as well but I uh, I was adopted, so I was keen to find some stuff out, and I actually found my birth father, who didn't even know I existed. Like what? Into, Wait, into... you're twenty three and me. You did? Yeah. You found your birth. You, how, how come? Like when I read my results, I was like, "What does this even mean? It's all garbage." Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was just bananas. Like, you I... found your birth father through twenty three and me. Mm-hmm. And we look. This is crazy. Like I didn't twins. even know that was possible. Yeah, we look like twins. We look uh, almost exactly oh the same. Oh my gosh! Which is a little I'm upsetting like too because we—he's older, clearly, and I feel like people are like, "You guys are like three years apart." Now, in my defense, he's—he was only sixteen when I was conceived, so he was a young wow. buck. He, he had a little fling on a greyhound bus. Um, no way. Yes. He had sex and, on a greyhound, and that's how you were made. Yes, which couldn't please me more. Like, there's, there's no story oh that could make me happier. God. <laughs> they met on a greyhound, or, or they went on one together. They went on one together. They met. Okay. It's a, they okay. met at a summer camp. You know camp. how hot your parents had to be to find <laughs> each other for the first time on a greyhound and bong, <laughs> bing bang you, bong it. Well, and we got matching Greyhound logo tattoos when we met. No. Which is very exciting. Are oh, you yeah. kidding? Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we went all out. Um, I love no, it. It's, so wait, are you it's guys a in whole, touch now? Oh, yeah. We, we're, we're in touch a lot. Like, I love, I love him so much. Like, his whole family, we get along with. They're super funny. And, like, my aunts are, like, crazy in the best way and fun and hilarious and um you know they live How in cool british, that he was like british columbia finding you I love oh yeah that. So he was, okay he has a ponytail i mean what else could i ask for 
Yeah. That's so cool. Anyway, I, I, that's a whole, like, I could talk about it for 30 years. It's like, it's a whole crazy, crazy thing. But um, let's talk about your surname here. So do a little bit of research. Oh, yeah. Now, again, this is general information that I could find. But um, so yeah, you, you, we're, we're looking East Anglican, so Eastern England, uh, German sort of origin. And it's a pretty old ass name, actually. I, uh, this is really? one of the oldest names I found. So do you know what the Doomsday Book is, for example? No. So it's like the earliest like British public record. It was like um, around like a thousand. And it's called AD. Doomsday? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Doomsday Book. I don't know if you know this about the English. They're, they're kind of down in the dumps, these, these people. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's uh, sort of like an early version of Stelling in the Doomsday Book in 1086 AD, which is really crazy old. And then um, one of my favorite things to do when I research a name is uh, figuring, <laughs> figuring out where that name falls when it comes to like uh, relative success financially in the world oh, for some reason i can find i can find these things like basically you're saying how many successful stellings are out there that's right is that what you I'm mean just trying. Okay. and fi financially yeah. successful yeah so a couple of things here first so so a couple of stats when it comes to stelling so uh stellings are 23.5 percent more likely to be registered with the republican party in the in the u.s than the u.s average Wow. 70% uh, of Stellings are Republicans, which is exciting. Wow. So it's your fault. Wow. Um, I mean, if they watch my special because of their name, maybe I'll flip them. I'm going to flip the seat. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to flip, flip the Stelling seat. Yeah. You're going to flip them over. And then... Uh, in the United okay. States, this is exciting. You're 4.92%. Uh, you, you have a 4.92% higher er, uh, annual earning average than the average American. Does that make sense, what I just said? So you, yeah. Stelling, Stellings earn basically 5% more than the American, the average American. So I, sh so I should be tipping 25%. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go a little harder on the, on the tip. Okay. Um, but if you're in Canada, you'd only be 4% higher than the Canadian national average. So you're, you're better in the States. You're okay. better off. Um, now this leads to the most exciting part, which is that um, kind of more of an, uh, more of the etymology of the name is likely now nothing is guaranteed with any of this stuff, but uh, the name likely comes from an old English uh, stelling, which is a shelter or a fold for cattle. Hmm. And it's called exciting. stelling? Yes. It is called or a, stelling, or a, okay. Or a stella. Okay. Um, now, the reason why I wanted to bring that up in particular is because it leads us right into dollop, D-O-L-L-O-P. Um, and first, before I, I make the connection, I'm curious as to why you chose this word. I chose this word because it, I like it. Um, I like adding a dollop to things. And um, 
it's the cafe that I managed in Chicago, Dollop Cafe. Oh. Dollop Coffee Shop, actually. Coffee Shop, it's called Dollop? Yeah, Dollop Coffee Shop. Dollop Coffee Shop. In Chicago, oh. Illinois. Yeah. Is it still there? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're struggling in COVID times, but. Sure. But, yeah. Okay. Well, it's a fun cool. word. I, it's, um, uh, from, from all I can find, it's, it seems like it's a bit of, like it's an onomatopoeia kind of word, you know? It is what it sounds like, kind of, you know? Dollop. Oh, I see. What that. Okay, dollop. Dollop. Yeah. Dollop. <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. like, a, like a dollop of cream going into a, into a hot chocolate, perhaps. Yes, or on top of a pie maybe yeah definitely because um, we definitely had pie who's your mama pie, pie? who's that's brand? what it was called who's your mama who's pie? your mama yeah yep well uh until i was in my 20s i didn't know but now i know um who, what was what's your favorite pie in the world my favorite is pie is strawberry rhubarb wow strawberry rhubarb pie wait did you grow up in the midwest I did in Ohio. This this makes sense. Yeah, I feel like rhubarb is is only a, a Midwest type of food. I don't know. Is Maybe it? that's wrong. I don't know. It just seems like the rhubarb feel like Midwesterners are the only ones that really like dig into that stuff. I guess maybe. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't really. See. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think about how to that, like a cafe out here. Strawberry rhubarb. It's like to me, it reminds me of those rabbit pellet fruit snacks from kid from when I was a kid that was like rabbit pellet rabbit pellet fruit poop. snacks I don't know these poop poop snacks yeah well they're fruit snacks and they're little pellets I guess that remind me of poop and, and but I did used to eat them <laughs> <laughs> so I mean well, no relation to poop other than shape well you have no idea how much you're just leading me in the right path here so okay there is some sense that dollop comes from potentially the word codswallop you heard this word before codwallop yeah yeah codswallop no i haven't i don't it's, it's, a, heard it. it's basically a british term for like nonsense like if someone's like uh you know someone was like yeah you're you're an alien and you'd say that's codswallop that's you know that's nonsense that's codswallop. now yeah that's codswallop which comes from there's several references that uh that's from a cow's wallop or a cow's dollop meaning bullshit and or the sound uh a cow's shit makes when it hits the ground codwallop. <laughs> is that just a big you know cow's dollop so I like it. let's bring it all together. Stelling, shelter or folds for cattle, dollop, cows dollop, shit hitting the ground, slap, bam. I'm a magic maker. You see what I did? Kaboom. Yes. So basically what it. I'm saying is your last name uh, means cow shit. Wow. But does it really stelling? Not really. Cow? It, it does. Okay. It doesn't. I'm just... I make, I'm stretching this a little Stelling, bit, but it was fun. Yeah. 
Because dollop, it felt like you were conflating dollop and stelling there. I like kind of lost track. I'll be honest. <laughs> like I was over here well, thinking about poop, but more in yes. relation to dollop and codwallop, and then stelling being a cattle holder. Yeah. Thinking I'm a. It's more like yeah. stelling is the 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 corral where the cow shits less the shit itself. Right. Of a poop. Well, not even a poop holder. Just like yeah, a. Yeah, it's more like a. Poop border, maybe. Although my 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 grandpa and my family call me Bessie, which is often the name of a cow. I I couldn't have planned this better. I'm telling you, this is the the connections are endless. I think if we like really dove into Interweed. this, it would be. Yeah, we get into milk and cheese and steaks. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it's everywhere. Whip up but, some cow cream to put a dollop on top of some pie. Yeah. Milk, whip. How do you make cream again? I know how. Half and half, sugar, and whip it. You just whip, whip it. Good. Is that what it? Whip it real good. Uh, we is that how? My first, <laughs> my first job was uh, a <laughs> one of my first jobs. Well, I get who cares. Technically, it was a paper route, but wow, we really got paid shit. So I think it was um doll or calf uh graters ice cream, and we would make our own whipped cream there. And it was just. Half and half, sugar, and maybe am I wrong in saying I don't? I think that was it. And you just turn the mixer on and wait for it to turn into whipped cream. Heavy, maybe is it heavy whipping cream? Yeah. Oh, dang it! Maybe I've lost this all sounds... my training. No, again, this this comes back to the entitlement of the patriarchy. My mom made homemade whipped cream all the time, and I just ate it. I, I never was a part of the creation of. You didn't the homemade whipped cream. Where it came from. I well, I mean, I don't I know. Let's, we can't. We can only go so far blaming the patriarchy. I mean, yeah, you were just enjoying some. <laughs> can we though? I mean, is there a, how, is there a limit? <laughs> I always like to go back after a podcast and be like, "Did I say too much?" I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Did we go too? Did we go too hard at the beginning of a nomenclature podcast?" I forget what I said. <laughs> we didn't go hard enough. I think. I think, <laughs> I think we were too soft. Um, but yes, I, uh, I do enjoy a whipped cream, a fun, uh, side note. My, my mom did go through a spell. Um, she'll never listen to this. So, um, you know, this would be very embarrassing to her just to give you a little insight into my mom's psyche, uh, a spell where she bought cool with a lot. Oh and, yeah. Which is amazing. I don't know why she'd be, the only, she'd only be embarrassed just because she's like, she's a farm girl and she's like all about like elbow oh, grease and okay. stuff. And you know what I mean? doing doing yeah. things by hand and uh, if anyone knew that she you know just bought it you it would be cool okay yeah cool whip. well my so, mom also had, had a huge cool whip problem and I'm, <laughs> i mean i'm calling it a problem as a joke because it's not a problem at all <laughs> it's a great thing well i think i had a problem because i, I during that time i would get it out of the, the fridge or freezer wherever she you know depending on the you know the timeline of usage and I remember uh, hiding under the desk in my dad's like little study and just eating mm -hmm. it with my fingers. Hell just, yeah. Just scooping it out with it's my like hands. It's not and... bad for you. It's like no calories. Who gives a crap? Who even gives yeah. a crap? You know, it's not like I was young, you know, like four or five or six or 15. Yeah, I don't know, it's but... so white and airy. Is it, does it even, yeah, I, I, I support that. 
My mom would put it on everything. Yeah, and uh, waffles and all. And oh, while jello. We're on, like, oh, jello. Sorry. Wa- she put a dollop of, wa- of whipped cream, of Cool Whip, on a dollop of Cool Whip on pudding, jello, waffles. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what else what? she likes it on. What else do you dollop besides whipped cream? Like pudding? I feel like you could dollop um, some pudding. Yep. Pudding. Anything uh, that like it's it has to there has to be a certain amount of viscosity to it. To have it stick to the spoon and have to, you have to sort of almost whip it off the spoon. Yogurt maybe? You dollop yogurt? There has to be a fluffiness to it as well, I think. Yeah. It's, have you ever I wonder what things we can and can't. It's hard to say. I I have a horrible experience with whipped cream and that I feel like is one time I was eating at this old lady's house. Yeah. The, the context why you, why isn't, an old isn't important. House? Don't worry about it. Like I said, okay. there's, there's porn for everyone. Um, I was at this old lady's <laughs> house and there was a, um, a half of a pear, like a, like a peeled pear on a plate. Okay. And then there was like uh, what appeared to be whipped cream uh, on top of it, and then shredded cheese on top of that. And wow, okay. Trying to trying to be polite, I'm like, okay, well, you know, cheese is weird, but, you know, maybe I can get past it. Maybe there's maybe there's like an apple cheese sort of situation that I haven't experienced. It's going to be very delicious, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I take a bite, right. and it was not whipped cream. It was mayonnaise. No. And no. I truly uh, almost threw up all over the table, and uh, it ruined the porn shoot. But that is it was so disgusting. gross. Yeah. Mayo, and hair, and cheese. Mayo. Disgusting. Who does this? But I've learned since Ew. that it's a thing. It's a thing people do. I, I, I don't understand. It's so gross. It's very I'm disgusting. I'm upset for me as well. Um, oh. I, I, a couple of quick other facts for you, just because I don't want you to feel like you didn't learn something before yeah, we end this when it comes to dollop um we're talking like um the origin of this we're talking like 19th century maybe 18th century the the actual origin is hard to find it used to mean a patch or a tuft uh, or a clump of grass and then for some reason it's turned into you know whipped cream and whatever we're talking about um yeah. but the, 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 it's Hard to find. Usually I can find a lot more when it comes to like actual etymology and like Latin origin or some crazy bananas or whatever. I think it was just people making sounds and then they just started using it. Um, and now here we are talking about it on a, a podcast listened to by millions and millions of people. So All it's right. Dol- uh, Dol- 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 Wow. So, sounds like a, a, a fish trying to speak. You know, it's like they're yeah. trying to breathe. Dol- but- well, you know, yeah. something like that. Well, 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 um, will, uh, will you um, scare me one more time just to like wrap this, wrap this up? Yeah. Um, let me think. I mean, I'll, I'll let's, I'm just going to talk like, like it's just normal and you just, obviously it's got to be a surprise. <laughs> Did that scare you? Did you, was it like kind of like a dog attack? It was like a dog attack. 
I, I live in an incredibly white liberal place, so I'm so familiar with dogs that it, I don't know. It didn't scare you at all. <laughs> at the, that, that dog was no more than 25 to 30 pounds. And one of like, it's like white with like a little hint of like beige in it or like brownish in it that you're like, is it dirty or is it just have a little color? That's oh, the kind of dog I that I do that not was, like Bichon Frigés. I just don't like them. Do you have one? I don't like small dogs. Have I, I had one? I thought no, you, I, thought I, I don't like small dogs. I had a Bichon. I got scared that no, maybe I have I have a, um, no, you can't, you can't. You can't offend me. I'm offend. But no, I don't know. I have uh, I have a three leg three leg offense free offense uh, proof. Um, I have yeah. I've I've been divorced. I have three kids and two stepkids and two dogs and a cat. I, I don't have room for feelings wow. anymore. Wow. Um, yeah, you give. But you I, give have a, them all. I have a three legged. Yeah, I have a three legged dog that's ninety pounds that was shot in the leg. And we 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 got him. We didn't shoot him. Oh my! We got him after the shooting. Right. And he's very the one who very very him. dumb. Wow. Yeah. And then we have a um, just like a golden mix of some kind, and she is very also not smart. And um, and then a cat that I don't talk to. We're on. We're not on speaking. You never talk to her. No, and it's it's, it's a him, but. Oh. you know i appreciate the assumption um yeah I no he's i actually well yeah no it's a it's a dude um i actually i've never been a cat person but i i enjoy him because we just stay out of each other's way we just kind of walk past each other nod and then move on it's a, it's a good relationship i prefer it <laughs> at least he doesn't attack you he does not attack no, he just tries not to escape. Not an attack cat. Not an attack cat. Yeah, he will do nothing. He'll eat my body when it dies and it's decomposing, but he right. won't protect me. And that yeah. will be good. Yeah, I mean, circle of circle of life. Take me with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like um, well, Beth, uh, I really, really appreciate uh, the jump scare and the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> about all things dollopy and etc. So, an yeah, absolute pleasure. Really so much a, fun. We, we, like, truly. we covered a range of topics. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we went from whipped cream to rape to jump yeah. scares, dogs and cats, your uh, cow yeah. patties. We've done a lot during this conversation. Do scare. Do and to to summarize. Do we have any regrets? I always like to end the podcast saying. Should we edit out the part where I scare you? Should we edit out the part where <laughs> I don't think I said anything I regret, anything I'm going to get dragged for <laughs> that I know of? No, I, maybe I think that, you maybe said we should edit out that I said that all women are cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Wait, I'm no, going to splice all that cats out. I think yeah, you better edit that out. No, I'm going to put it oh. at the beginning and the end. I'm going to book, book no. this uh, no. with you saying all women are cat or all cats are women. I, I uh, assume all cats there's are a, women. There's a comedian uh, that uh, I had on the show that I love. His name is Andy Gold. Um, uh -huh. 
he 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 sang a song is he from Phoenix that he made up no? when uh n- no um Where he used to live you? in la what's your city I am in uh, Park City, Utah, where they do the Sundance. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so that's where I am at. And so Andy is a, uh, he's a local guy here and he sang a song that he made up when he was like seven. And I took it and I played it three different, like I made it the intro and then without any context. And then he said it in the middle and then I just played it again at the very end because it delighted me so much. <laughs> it's about, uh, it's about, it's about uh, eating buttholes. I'm not sure if you want me to sing it. Um, eating but buttholes? Yeah, that he made when he was, <laughs> when he was like seven. And he, he would have known sang, that he was into ass play that early. Yeah, I mean. calling. I mean, I, I, in hindsight, it's easy to see he's a he's a recovering heroin addict, which I feel like, you know, butthole eating is a, is the gateway drug to heroin. Um, <laughs> but, I never, you know, I it, never it, was familiar with that, but but maybe no, maybe. I, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it's, there, is a link. there have been studies <laughs> that uh, show that eating ass <laughs> leads to heroin addiction for sure it's a it's a oh clear oh my path. god i'll, I I'll call send you a graph on my ex-boyfriend <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm actually not yeah, into he's... butt play that's as a side note just for the listeners no. who are going to write in and ask that exit only yeah, there's gonna be a lot of anyway, questions well i'm glad my butt personally <laughs> but i respect anybody's choice yeah. to do butt play Zero, zero butt judgment. Yeah. Um, Beth. So um, you're, you're talking about maybe closing this show with also singing Andy's butthole song. <laughs> Let me just say, I think we can come <laughs> yeah. up with our own butthole song. <laughs> uh, I would love if you came up with your own, your own butthole song, but no pressure there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if there is pressure, um, go to the bathroom. Um, so I think that's a perfect place. What I feel like we wrap it up with, with that, with the butthole okay. talk. And, but unless you want to sing. No, I can't. It's too much pressure, you know. Come up with the perfect well, butthole song. Let me. Let, I am a big fan of trying to jing, uh, come up with jingles. Um, let me just. Let me see yeah. what I can. Let's see. It's going to be about your preferences with buttholes. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, so, okay. Beth doesn't like butthole play. She says, go away. It's only for the things to go out. It's not fun to have it go in. There you go. There's my song. It's perfect. <laughs> and if you want to go in, you're going to have to figure something else out. I, I yeah. let it out again. It's the, it, I think we're really good at this. Double rhyme. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you classic rhyming out without 